What's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack, and I just moved you all around by bumping into my desk. Today, we're going to be chatting all about collaborative leadership. We're going to be discussing the importance of how to collaborate, foster teamwork, and um, goals with our peers, and how to just kind of foster that relationship so that we're networking together, especially in today's world where a lot more people are remote than they used to be. So, cue up theme song. We'll be right back. The big question is this. How are leaders, like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome! So glad you guys are still here. Hey, check out this picture behind me. It's the same one as before. It's the Empowering Heroes one, and it's so cool. Check it out. 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 It's awesome. I love it. Anyways, there's like a firefighter in there. He's all close. He's spraying some water, which is super awesome. There's some police. There's some fire. There's some ambulance. There's a helicopter. Oh, I need that helicopter. That's like the helicopter that I need in my hangar. Anyways, I digress. My point is, <laughs> I know. Now I got you staring at the picture. You're not going to be able to like listen. You're going to be like, oh, I should be watching this podcast instead of listening to it if you're watching it. And if you're listening to it, if you're watching it, you're like, oh, I can't take my eyes off the helicopter. Dan, will you give me a ride in your helicopter someday? Yeah, of course. Come on out. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if you're lucky. If I'm lucky. No, we're going to have a helicopter someday. It's going to be awesome. Remember, we just talked about mindset. Mindset is everything. Okay. Today, we're going to be talking all about collaborative leadership. Let me get back on track here. Get the train back on the tracks, Dan. Quit derailing it. Um, and why it's so important to foster that teamwork. So especially in today's world. So there's a ton of remote workers in today's world. Like I would say that all of my group is remote with the exclusion of one to two people. Um, and the reason that they're remote is because it's super intriguing for people to be able to live wherever they want to live and work wherever they want to work. So like I've got somebody who lives in Pagosa, somebody who lives in Florida, somebody who lives in Arizona, somebody who lives in Denver, somebody who lives in Chicago, a couple of people who are overseas in like the Philippines, somebody who's in Georgia, not the state country there's a country named georgia did you know that i know craziness right so like we have a worldwide team which is crazy to think about but it's also super awesome i love it and like it's no big deal to me but other people are like wait you have people across the world that work for you i'm like yeah it's awesome i go to sleep and stuff gets done when i wake up it's all in my inbox and it's ready to go like i give them directions the night before and they're like oh hey dan and they get it all done while i'm sleeping it's so beautiful it's so beautiful anyways um, collaborative leadership, leadership is great. And we want to talk a little bit about like fostering that teamwork and, and unity among peers, especially in the remote world and then making some common goals. So let's start at the end of that. I always like to like dissect things backwards. I'm kind of weird. I'm kind of funky. Um, if I could read a book from the back forwards, I probably would, but it wouldn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> maybe I should try that. Maybe there's some hidden message in those Russell Brunson books. I read so much anyways. Um, let's talk about like common goals. So how do we create common goals? There's a couple different ways that we do it. The first is, is the leader has to have a vision that people want to follow. So if I come in and I'm talking to my team and I'm like, hey guys, I got this vision and it's like, you know, we're going to do some compliance for a couple companies and like, yeah, it's going to kind of suck and it's going to be boring, but like, well, we'll get it. You know, it'll be okay. Do you think they're going to want to see my vision? Do you think they're really going to see it? Do you think like, what do you think they're seeing? They're seeing some dude smoking pot trying to come up with his vision. That's what they're seeing by the way I was just talking, right? 
But when they see me and I come in, I'm like, hey guys, here's our plan. We're going to build this platform. It's an all-in-one platform that every company that uses trucks in their business could use. And this could do everything from like payroll to HR, to vacation, to benefits, to like vehicle maintenance, to like fleet management, to like a CRM, to DOT compliance, to like, they can even send emails to their customers from here. <gasps> what? Crazy. We haven't built it all yet. We're still building part of it. But like, my point is, is like, if I come in with that vision, what do you think is going to happen? Which vision are they going to be on board with? Do you think they're going to be on board with the like, oh yeah, we might do a little bit of this. Or do you think they're going to be on board with like this all-in-one solution that companies who use trucks can, can like get into and use and like become superheroes in their industry, right? Like they're going to be like, oh, check out what I do. This is awesome. Right? They want the second one because I came to them with energy with what it was. And I was able to explain my vision as to where we want to go, right? So having that vision is huge. And then allowing people to jump in on your vision is also big and showing them their part in that vision. So like, let's say I've got a bunch of customer service people that do managed driver files, which we do. I'm going to come in. I'm going to build out that vision of what managed driver files looks like. And then I'm going to build out the vision of what non-managed driver files looks like. And then I'm going to look at the vision of what developing our software looks like. And then I'm going to build the vision of our marketing. And then I'm going to build the vision of our marketing for other companies. And I'm going to build a vision of our of our live events, right? I'm going to build all these different visions that everybody gets to see a piece of. And they all know their part within those visions, right? So it's not one vision that you're building as with collaborative leadership. It's one vision with 15 or 20 or 30 different visions inside of it for each department that's in there, for each area of growth that you're after, for each area that you want to do, right? Let's say, let's say that I'm an agriculture store and I've got a feed mill and I've got fuel and I've got propane and I've got fertilizer and I've got feed sales that are brought in from outside and I've got fencing sales and I've got a store with like vaccines and I've got some clothing and I've got a tire shop and I've got, I don't know, chemicals and, and like livestock equipment, right? I'm going to build a vision for each one of those. And then I'm going to bring the department, all everybody together. And I'm going to talk about that vision once a year, once a year, I'm going to have collaborative leadership on this giant vision. I'm going to get people excited about it. And then I'm going to talk about each vision within it that makes up the big vision. Right? For where we want to go and what we want to do. I'm not just going to pep them up. I'm not just going to get excited. And then here's what we're going to do after we have that vision. I'm going to get them to help me set common goals within their divisions, within their visions, right? Within the vision that they're involved in, within that division that has that vision. I know. Try to follow me on this one. You guys are like, I'm already lost. I've got it right here. Though. We're good. Okay? So they're going to follow you. They're going to help you set goals in order to meet your vision. Because you gotta remember, right now you're here. You're this big, you're this big, you're this big. If you're watching this, you're like, how big is that? Well, you just heard my voice. If you're listening to this, you're like, you're this big? That's not very big. And your vision is this big. So you've gotta learn how to get this big. And you gotta figure out what it takes to get up here. Because what a vision is this big, it doesn't take you very long to get to it. And it's where you are right now. You wanna be able to get to here though. You wanna get to this big old vision, right? And so you gotta set common goals to help you get there. And then you're going to set goals within each smaller vision that you have as the leader. And you're going to help your team unify. And then you're going to let them see how when they come together, they actually make this whole huge vision. If you go back to like 50 podcasts ago, I can't remember when it was. I talked about Mike macro managers, not micro managers, 
but macro leaders. And what that meant was we talked about, I, I used the, the thing of a pie and like, you've got to have a group that makes the crust, a group that makes the filling, a group that throws in the oven, a group that decides what kind of pie you're going to make. And I split it all out. This is the exact same thing with collaborative leadership, right? You've all got to be on the same page. You've all got to be following the same vision, the same visions within the big vision in order to get there. Because if you've got somebody that's off here, thinks they're doing this, right? And your vision is over here and they're over here and they killing it on this vision, but they never touch to each other. There's no way to connect the visions, right? Are they doing any good over here? No, no, you got to figure out a way to get them over here so they can work on this vision right here that convinces them. And that way, when they're right here, boom, they touch the visions are done and then they combine together. Do you see what I'm saying? So how do we do that? How do we get that collaborative leadership besides common goals? Giving people common goals to achieve, helping them to work together to achieve those goals. All right, so some other things that we need to do. One, team building exercises. I know, somebody just rolled their eyes and they're like, click, I'm not listening to this no more. Good, good riddance. <laughs> I just choked myself up. <laughs> and my hand scared me so bad I choked myself. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyways, um, <laughs> good riddance. We don't want you anyways. You shut the podcast off at that point, you just miss something really awesome. Me getting y'all choked up over you leaving. <laughs> anyways, my point is, is, um, you, where was I going with this? You guys, I so got lost. <laughs> um, the common, common goal and then the common vision and the goals that help them work together. Oh, team building exercises. That's where I was at. Sorry, forgive me. I got a little lost for a second. Team building exercises are like, you've got to do these. And so what's a team building exercise? Well, I got to laugh. Uh, there's a book over here called Never Stuff Your Dog by Alan Alda. I'll go grab it for you because it's, it's actually quite hilarious. And um, hey, I stepped off camera for a second. Never stuff your dog. Never have your dog stuffed. Never have your dog stuff by Alan Alda. Alan Alda was Hawkeye in MASH. He did a lot of other stuff as well, but he's best known for his stuff that would happen during MASH years. And he starred in all 11 episodes, ended up all 11 episodes, all 11 seasons, ended up writing some of them, producing some of them. Um, extremely, I'm not necessarily saying that I, I agree with the way he thinks um, all the time politically, but I do actually really like Alan Alda and the way he works. And some of his thoughts, he had, he had a couple of team building exercises in here that I thought were pretty funny. I've actually done it with my kids before, and it's, it's pretty fun to try these exercises. One of them that he has, he says, they do this for acting and it works really good when you're building teams. And he's done this with some other companies. He's like, you sit around and you mock throw something to your friend and the person has to catch it the way it was thrown. So if like, I've got something that's really heavy, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so heavy. And if you're watching this, you're getting quite the show right now. And I'm like, <sighs> right? And I throw it and the person has to catch it. Oh my gosh, it's so heavy. And then it transforms in their arms and whatever they want to do, like, hmm, oh yeah, yeah. This is now a dart from this heavy boulder to a dart, right? And a person has to catch it. Oh, that was close. Almost caught me. And then maybe it turns into a baseball and they've got to throw it to the next person. And the next person has to catch it. Oh my gosh, right? Yeah, if you're watching this, you're enjoying this. You're like, oh my God, Dan's an idiot. <laughs> Try that team building exercise though. It sounds really stupid, but with a small team, it really works and it actually loosens people up and it works really well. Now, I'm not saying I want to do that exercise with a bunch of strangers in a room that I've never met before, but it's really good for your team to kind of build trust. Now, there's a couple other things that you can do to help your team build trust. One of those things is, um, honest to goodness, it's, uh, make sure that book stays standing up. Sorry, guys. One of the things that you can also do, honest to goodness, is is retreats for your company. Like we're talking about where we can go as a company, what we can do, how we can get there. 
uh, what it's going to take, when we should do it, what it's going to cost. Is it affordable? Can we make it happen? But like those, a, a week could say like Cancun in a, as a company, if you're a small company, is not that bad. And you pay for the people coming. If they want their spouses to come, they pay for their spouse to come. It's not a big deal, right? Like they pay a little bit extra for their spouse to come, but otherwise it's team building week for a week um, for a couple of days and then they fly home. They're out of town. They're out of their house for three or four days and then they're done. But there's a lot of things that you can do. There's a lot of options that you can have to help build that team and help get that collaborative um, leadership going on and help foster that teamwork, especially with remote positions. Now, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't want to travel. Oh, I need my privacy. <laughs> get over it. If you're that person, quit being that prick. Move forward. Get over yourself. You ain't that important. You ain't that special. And you ain't going to stop me from having no team event. I got news for you. I don't give a crap what you got going on. You figure it out. And you show up because that's what you're paid to do. Because I ain't going to have no willy wusses on my team that ain't going to show up to a free company event in Cabo or Cancun or the Keys or San Diego or whatever we're going. Or to freaking Arizona in the middle of summer or middle of winter. Not summer. Let's not go to Phoenix in summer. Let's go to Phoenix in winter. But you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Don't be that person. Don't let anybody on your team be that way. And you know how you stop them from being that way? You go, well, you know, you have to be a part of this team anymore if you're not going to come to this. It's not a big of a deal. We need people who want to win. People who want to win want to show up. They want to go the extra mile. They want to over-deliver. And by the way, what the crap are you thinking I want to go to Cancun for a week, man? What's your problem, bro? Right? Like, if you're doing something fun like that, now if you're doing something lame, like, ooh, I don't know. North Dakota in January sounds exciting. For an Eskimo, right? <laughs> like, make it fun. Make wherever you're going fun. And if your, team won't, if your company won't let you do something like that, maybe you're in an office and you're trying to figure out how to do it, Top Golf one evening is phenomenal. Well, yeah, let's go top golf one day, middle of the day. Take everybody out, go do it in the middle of the day. What's it gonna cost? A couple hundred bucks. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Hundred percent worth it. All the time. Don't be afraid to take those actions. Don't be afraid to do that stuff. Of course, get permission from those who are in charge. Should you need it, if you're not the person in charge, ask for that permission before you know. Just go out and be like, oh, I'm putting this on my company card. Swipe. Oh, we're getting a company lunch today. Swipe. Ooh, I'm doing this today. Swipe. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Get permission, go do it. But I guarantee that the right boss, if you have the right reasons and you come to him and say like, dude, we need to do some teamwork. We need to get this done. Like, would you make this happen? They may not let you go to Cabo, but like, they may be like, yeah, Top Golf sounds great if you're in an office. Or they may be like, dude, you should think about Cancun. Yeah, I hear that's great in February, right? See what I'm saying? Guinness, being up on laying down. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope you got some stuff out of like collaborative leadership and how to kind of collaborate and how to help people collaborate and how to help bring that teamwork together. Remember, it's all about common goals, common visions, and then getting people together, actually spend some time face-to-face -face in person. Even though we all work remote a lot in today's world, it's super important to have face-to-face -face time. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this. If you liked it, share it. Leave us a review. Five stars, right? Five-star reviews. Five-star review. Five-star rating. And if you didn't like this, what the heck are you still doing here? What's your problem? Get the heck out of here. Don't waste your time. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye.